I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. Kingdom Citizens, welcome back. So I want to first apologize, but also I'm a little confused with how I enter into the episodes these days. I don't know if I should be introducing myself for those of you who this may be your first time here. Well, hello, I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre. I am the host of the Being One podcast. I'm glad that you are here. On this podcast, we talk about all things heaven and earth. I am a big advocate for experiencing heaven on earth. I don't believe that we're supposed to walk around this earth absent heaven, okay? I'm a believer that when Jesus said, you know, the kingdom is here, the the kingdom is within you, I'm a believer in that. The kingdom is within you. I'm also a believer in Jesus saying that I came for you to have life, life more abundantly. I'm also a believer in Jesus saying that I pray that they are one just as me and the Father are one. And so on this podcast, I share some insights. I share some keys. I share some principles. I share revelations that would help change our minds so that we can be transformed and really live the heaven on earth experience and truly understand what it means to be one with Christ, what it means to be one with the Father. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about the podcast. I'm glad that you are here. And I do hope and pray that you continue listening to the episode. Now, I want to go straight into the episode. I was editing the last episode, and I was actually not too proud about the quality of that episode. I feel like I was very... And if you listen to the episode, you know, I can get a little passionate. And when I'm passionate, I can start talking loud and I can start speaking very fast. Okay. So I have to be mindful of that because I definitely want you all to get the gist, the meat of the messages that I share. I don't want to get lost in translation. And so I'm not going to re-record that episode. Instead, I'm going to do a part two to that episode I'm going to obviously include some more points to what I was sharing in that episode, but also drive home the point to where you all can understand what I am coming from. So the episode that I am referring to, for those of you who are new, is the last episode, literally the episode before this one, which is you're being immature. Okay. And basically the whole gist of it was when you're immature, you seek to do what is forbidden. Now I am questioning now my title a little bit. You're being immature, but I I hope we got what I meant by that. Like it wasn't, again, I explained that it wasn't to be derogatory. It simply meant that's just where you are on your journey. Right. And the reason why I was passionate about that episode. And the reason why I felt like it was an episode that I needed to share, a message that I needed to share was because I do not want us to be walking around here wearing masks, okay? I don't want us to be out here pretending to be someone that we are not, pretending to be a way that we truly are not. I just want us to get out of that. Because if we're going to walk around here with masks, then it's like, I feel like it's a slap in Jesus's face. That's just my personal take on that. Because for one, if you're pretending and you're pretending to be, for example, a way that you think 
a Christian should be because majority of my listeners, I'm sure are Christians, but I'll even rephrase that. If you think you have to be a certain way to be a child of God, but the way that you are acting is not how you truly feel in your heart. You don't have to pretend. Let God grow you up, right? Let him change your heart. Let him circumcise your heart so that you no longer feel like you're being someone that you're not, right? That's what I was trying to get at with that episode. I don't want us walking around here wearing masks because when you wear a mask, it's like you don't trust yourself. It's like you're two-faced, right? Like I've heard people have these conversations and they will be of a certain way to people and then you think they're good and then they'll turn around and then complain about how miserable they were and how they did not want to do that, how they did not want to say that. And then I'm so confused. I'm like, so why did you do that? And why did you say that? And their response is like, oh, well, like, aren't we supposed to do that as a Christian? What? To me, that's mind blowing, right? Because I would never want someone to do something for me or be a certain way with me and be faking it because they think they're supposed to be that way. Like, that's scary to me. Is that not scary to you all? Going back to, again, I basically mentioned, like, even Paul, when he said, I put away childish things and became a man. He became a man, not pretended to be a man. I don't want us out here pretending. I want us to truly be authentic. I want us to truly move from the place of our hearts, which is where God is. He is within us. And if there is something in you that you act a certain way or you say certain things or you desire certain things that you are sure it is not godly, you are sure that it is unbecoming of a child of God, that is something that you can now say, okay, this is where I truly am and let God heal you and let him grow you up and mature. Does that make sense? And I don't think that my last episode didn't make sense. I just felt like I was speaking a little too fast and maybe hiding behind the meanings. And I want to be very clear about what I meant with that. Right. And I also said, listen, I'm not encouraging you to go and sin. That's not the purpose of the episode. But what I am saying is that if there's something that you want to do, don't pretend that's not something that you want to do. I've also found that people will complain about what someone else is doing. They will get so upset about it. I'm telling you, like, they would get angry. And I've always questioned why people would get so angry with someone else. For example, let's say that, you know, someone who may be a Christian influencer or an influencer of the faith, and maybe they're wearing something that doesn't seem something that's become, you know, that that fits a child of God, right? Or they say something that they don't like, or, or they, they're a part of a group or they wear certain things and they will get so upset. They will get so angry. And it's like, how can they do that? We're not supposed to do that. And my question to them, and just in general, I'm not speaking about a particular person, but even the idea, the notion that I, I, I sense and I hear and I see within certain communities It's like, why are you so mad? Like, why are you butthurt? To me, what that communicates to me is that maybe you want to do what it is that they're doing, and but you're calling it a sin, but then you're mad that they're doing it. And I guess, obviously, they don't have any conviction about it or whatever the case may be. But it's like, why are you so upset? And why are you so mad? If you wanted to do it, why don't you just do it? Now you're upset. Now you're mad right? Now you're angry. Now you're, now you're actually sitting yourself because now you're gossiping. Now you're talking down on another brother or sister in Christ. Do you understand? Like now you maybe have unforgiveness. Now you feel offended. Like there's so many things that's going on there. And I'm so confused. Like how did one person's act cause you to sin so heavily just now? And so what I've concluded is that maybe it's because they want to do what that person is doing but they feel as though they can't do it because maybe they'll be shunned from their community because they are not acting according to their beliefs. So I guess let me give an example so that we can understand what I'm talking about. If 
Susie is wearing red lipstick. I know it's very, you know, what out there, but whatever. Wearing red lipstick, okay? And and Clara is like, why is she wearing red lipstick? You have to wear red lipstick as a Christian. And, you know, start saying all these things, get so mad, starts gossiping about Susie, all this stuff, right? And it's like, Claire, why are you so mad? What is the issue? Like, <laughs> do you want to wear red lipstick? Is that the issue? Like, is it because you want to wear it? Like, why are you upset? And th- this is who I think about when I give that example. I think about the prodigal son and his brother, the prodigal son's brother, right? When the prodigal son returned home, the father received him well. He had a new coat for him. He then had a feast for him, right? He had a party for him. And the older, the brother, the older brother that was at the home that never left, that never spent the money or left his father's, you know, presence or whatever the case may be, you know, he was envious and was like, yo, why does he get to have this when I never left? And his father was like, you literally have access. Like, like what's up with you, right? And so sometimes, again, I say that if you have to go out there and pretend, it's like a slap in the face in Jesus's face because he gives us freedom. Again, I'm not telling anybody to go out there and sin. I'm just saying there are certain things that we think that we're not supposed to do that maybe you can do, but let God convict you about it, not you trying to comply with some belief that you probably don't even agree with. Now, the last episode I was talking about specifically sinning and doing things that is forbidden, right? That's different. But again, if you desire to do what is forbidden, that is something that you don't need to get mad about somebody else doing the thing that's forbidden because now I'm going to question you. Do you want to do it? And if you do, why are you pretending, right? I, I've talked about last year, I've had some episodes about how we shouldn't start with acting and doing things without first becoming the thing that we're we're, we're then trying to let the actions naturally flow from. Does that make sense? And so here's what I've experienced in my life. And, and this is why I speak about it passionately, because the way I move, the things that I say, it's not coming from a place. And granted, there are some things that I'm, I'm still digging through and I'm looking through and I'm, I'm questioning myself, like, you know, why do I do certain things? And is it because I think I'm supposed to do it or is it coming from me naturally? And I noticed that I have changed because I don't have to be in my head about how to talk and how to move, right? I just flow, okay? And so people who are close, who see me daily, who, who see how I truly live my life, they can attest to how I truly live. Like I really practice what I preach because what I preach is genuinely coming from me, right? I'm not trying to pretend. I don't even think I would waste my time pretending because what is the point? And I kind of wanted to get to that place too because then that puts us in a place where we're now trying to please people and not pleasing God. I truly believe that whatever I'm supposed to do in this life, God is going to lead me and direct me and he's in me. Right. And he wants to journey with us. The whole point of like having a spiritual journey is with journeying and walking with the Holy spirit, walking with God. But if we're taking matters into our own hands and pretending to be someone that we're not, we're not giving God space to do what he does, which is to walk with us, to show us the way to guide us, to transform us. Do you understand? So This part two of the episode, I want to title it, I'm ready to grow. When you recognize where you are, there's no need to pretend to be someone you're not, right? For example, if I'm in first grade and I realize I'm in first grade, I'm in first grade. I don't need to pretend like I'm in fourth grade. I'm in a fourth grader. Like, no, it doesn't make sense. Like you're in first grade. Like that's cool. Learn what you need to learn, do what you need to do, and keep going. Again, I've mentioned in the last episode, no one expects a certain person at a certain age to be doing certain things that mature people, sophisticated people will be doing. It doesn't make sense. So don't put yourself in those places prematurely, right? 
I also am a big believer in being processed. I'm a believer in letting God prune you. I'm a believer in being in secret and letting God reveal you, right? Because when God reveals you in whatever space that you desire to be revealed in, whether that's, you know, something about your dreams or visions, businesses, people, when he reveals you, it's because you are ready, right? Because we have a way of manipulating certain things, right? We we have a way of knowing what someone might want us to say, what they might want to hear, and just act the part. We know how to act the part without necessarily being the part. And so really, thank you, Holy Spirit. My whole thing is like, stop acting the part without first being the part. That's the beauty for me of being a believer, being a follower of Christ, having him a part of me, the sacrifice that was done for me, for us, was so that I don't have to pretend and act any way that I'm not currently am, right? So when we put on the mind of Christ, that means we now are tapping into how he sees things, how he, how he views things, how he understands things, and how he is. So if I'm tapping into this mind of Christ, who he is, how he is, then I become more like him, then naturally how I act will resemble or would flow from that place in him. Does that make sense? So I don't need to act, right? And so we mastered how to act and how to be a certain way without first actually being. And I want us to know that you can actually be it and then let the acting, like let like the actions flow from you being. Does that make sense? For me, I, I would say that in the past, and it's something that I'm still working on, is being more assertive. And that comes from just, you know, the whole people-pleasing thing, trying to say what I think people want me to say, trying to be how I think people want me to be, just trying to keep the peace in a sense. But it was really because I was trying to avoid confrontation, if I'm being completely honest. And I've been praying about that. Like, that's something I pray about. Like, come on, I'm about to be a lawyer. Like, I have to be assertive. Like, that's just, I need to be that way, right? And in certain spaces, when I'm safe, I'm able to be that way. But I've learned that I don't need to wait for someone to make me feel safe before I can be assertive and speak up for myself and say what it is that I need or desire or am requesting at the present moment, you know? So I had to learn how can I be, feel safe within myself to always be able to advocate for myself and to always be able to assert myself. And I prayed about that because I'm like, I need to tap into the savage Jesus. Like, this is literally how I'm having my prayers. Like, I need to be savage Jesus. I don't need to be the sweet Jesus anymore. I've mastered that. We're good on that. I know how to be nice. I'm good off of that, right? I've already mastered that. That's okay. Now I need to be a little bit more savage. And there's plenty of scriptures that I could reference that I just see a savage side of Jesus, like, and not savage, like in a bad way, but like in a good assertive way, right? And I'm like, I need to tap into that. So I pray these prayers and I've literally like, I don't have to act assertive. I don't have to act savage. It just naturally comes like, and that's how I'm like, wow, I've really been transformed. Right. And obviously it has taken me adopting certain mindsets, me changing my mind about certain things, me changing my mind about how I don't need to wait for a certain type of environment or safety for me to assert myself. Like it's been other things, right? It's been things that God has allowed me to access and to see and to receive. So that way my mind is changed so I can be transformed. So from that place, right, I'm able to naturally now just be assertive without having to act it and pretend to be this thing, right? And so if maybe you're on the other side, you're like, Samantha, I'm good on being assertive. Like, I'm always speaking my mind, and, and I'm good on that. But maybe what you lack is kindness. Like, you don't need to pretend to be kind. Please do not. 
pray and ask God that you will naturally be kind. This is what I mean by you seeing that you're at a certain place or you're lacking or you're, I don't want to say lacking because it's in you. It's just that you just have not been transformed yet. Something in your mind is keeping you from actually exuding this thing, if that makes sense. And so you would pray and ask God, like, God, change my heart. Make me this person, right? Like, you don't have to pretend. You just decide, I'm going to be this person. You found a way that Jesus is in the Bible. You found a way that God is. And you're like, God, I, I want to embody this. Like, I, I want to be this person. I, I want to be how, how this person was because I see that this quality is useful. Maybe I'm not receiving certain things in my life because I may be not have not yet embodied a certain character. So God, help me to embody that character so that I can naturally flow. It's just, I think it's just tiring to be acting in this world. I think there's too many actors already and they're not even getting paid for it. And I think where I'm at right now in my journey is like, I'm not going to act and then not be compensated for my acting. Like, I'm not going to be acting out here and not getting paid for it. Like, that's a different story. I'll act if I'm getting paid. But I'm out here acting and not getting paid, like, for what? No. Okay? So I also feel like this is important because we quote the scripture, basically God saying, my name is on their lips, but yet their heart is far from me, right? Like, they they have a form of godliness, but then they deny the power they're in, right? I hear people quote these scriptures and they'll get loud about these scriptures and, and they would even try to point fingers to other people about the same scripture. And I'm like, that's funny because the same people I hear these scriptures um, being quoted, they, they quote these scriptures are the same people that the scriptures are talking about, right? Because it's like, you're acting a way you're acting like you have a relationship. You're acting like you are so close to God. You're acting like you're in this place. You're acting like you're so spiritual. And yet your heart is far from God because it's not where you truly are. It's not where you are. You're pretending. And I don't want us to pretend. I truly want us to experience because when you experience God, when you have an encounter with him, it's really life-changing. You don't even like, you wouldn't even want to play him like that and try to pretend anything. Okay. It also says that they have a form of godliness, but then they deny the power they're in. And that's what I was trying to get at last episode. It's like, if you have to pretend to be, you know, a child of God or pretend to be a certain way, then it's like you have this form of godliness, but then you deny the power they're in, meaning that you deny the power of God to transform you. Why do you have to go before him and act a way that you currently are not? You, like you, you're literally in this split position because you're being a way that in your, your truest of hearts, your genuineness of hearts is truly not. So then you're, that's that, that's where I said that you're now like, kind of like that lukewarm person being a certain way, but not truly there. It's a beautiful thing to witness God change your desires. It's a beautiful thing to have once one day have desperately wanted something, desperately wanted to be, to be seen, um, desperately wanted a certain style of clothing. And then the next day, you literally have no taste for it. Like, it's like ick, right? It's an ick to you now. That is the beauty of God truly changing you. Not you acting, not you just joining a certain group. And then they're like, oh, we don't do that. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I don't do that either. But you genuinely want to do it. No. God truly changes your desires. And it's a beautiful thing. To, to see like, I, I once liked that. I once was that way. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I look back at like my old videos and my old photos and even how I would dress and not saying it was bad because in the genuineness of my heart, I thought it was all that. Like I, I had no conviction about anything that I was doing, right? Like I was fine. Like the way I was dressing, you know, and when I say dressing, it wasn't like that. It was just juvenile, right? Like I'm an adult now. So obviously I'm not going to dress that way, but at the time it made sense for it. I felt good in it. I was super confident. Right. 
But if I were to put that same clothes on right now, I would not feel confident because in the genuineness of my heart, I don't want to wear that. You, you, you understand? And so even as we grow in the natural, it's how we grow in the spiritual, right? You know, 10 years ago, if I was putting on the clothes that I wear now, that would not be authentic to me then. I would have been pretending, right? And I would not have had an opportunity to truly be confident in my attire, to have my sense of style at the time, to be critiqued, to be, you know, um, complimented, to, you know, you know what I mean? Like it just, it would not have felt like that was me because I would have been pretending because that's not where I was then. Do you get what I'm saying? So even in the spiritual, talking about clothes, even in the spirit, right? Because there's references to clothes that people would wear and Joseph receiving a coat and the prodigal son receiving a coat. And we have the wedding guest um, reception and, and, and they were talking about them wearing a certain attire. Even clothes is referenced in the spirit realm. And so if you put on a certain attire that in the genuineness of your heart are not attracted to that attire, that attire does not fit you for where you are. Do not pretend. I'm thinking also about David. Thank you, God. I'm just getting, I'm just getting stuff as I'm speaking. But even David, when David was anointed and he went to the battlefield, and I'm like skipping around, please, you know, just follow. He went to the battlefield and he was like, I can kill Goliath. Like I can, I can fight him, like, you know. And King Saul at the time had offered David his shield, his sword, like all of his army gear. And David did not take him, right? He only had his stone and his slingshot, right? What if David pretended? What if he's like, oh yeah, like, you know, I have to show them that I'm this great warrior and let me put on this shield and let me take this sword. My guy, he was not prepared for a sword and a shield. That's not how he was practicing. That's not the place that he was at the time. Do you understand? So if he would have taken on this sort of identity or pretending to take on this sort of identity, what would have happened to him? How would he have killed Goliath? Because that would have been a whole different story. We would no longer be looking at a, a stone and slingshot and admiring that whole thing, right? Like it wouldn't have been as profound. It wouldn't have been as authentic and probably not a story that we would reference like that. And so that's what I mean. God truly gets the glory from where you currently are and allow him to grow you up. I've mentioned this in the Reflection Podcast episode. I'm like, there are episodes that I put out there and the place that I was at, now that I'm looking back, the, the certain lack of knowledge that I had, but the fact that I was still able to record episodes and still get a message across that was able to touch people, that people were able to resonate with was all God. I did not have to pretend to know certain things. I didn't know. I just spoke whatever came to my heart. You understand? Okay. And then eventually David started wearing, you know, the, the shields and, and having swords and, and things like that. Like he grew up to that point. But he didn't pretend in the beginning. We desire to do good. That's why we're here. But it feels good to do it naturally. Like, it feels good to do godly things naturally. Like, not thinking like, oh, this is godly. Like, just naturally doing godly things is so beautiful. Because it's like, only God in me, God in us, can move us to do good naturally. Because we know that. We, we are at a war with our flesh. Our spirit is at war with our flesh. Our flesh wants to do what is wrong. Our flesh wants to do what is bad. Our flesh wants to desire the thing that is forbidden. But when you have a spirit that is moving you and leading you to do what is good naturally, not even being in your head about it, is such a beautiful thing. When you pretend, you go back to being under the law and you then are no longer under grace. And that's why I meant by it's like slapping Jesus in the face when we pretend to be someone that we're not, pretend to be somewhere that we're not, pretend to act like we don't want to sin and do certain things when we know we want to do it. It's like you slap him in the face, right? Like you, it's like you're instead of letting him grow you up, instead of letting him transform you, you're just out here pretending. Like I, I just want to please, 
I say this from the bottom of my heart because I know it is frustrating to pretend. I know it is. I know it is. And so you walk around here mad. You walk around here fearful, thinking, looking over your shoulder, wondering when you're going to get got. It's tiring, I'm sure. Stop pretending. Let him grow you up, right? It's like you feel like you need to pretend and act a certain way because the way you must pretend to act is what's going to secure your space in heaven. But imagine, God again said that men look at the outward appearance, but God judges the heart. So you acting a way that you're not does not secure you into your heaven, okay? Like it doesn't secure a spot into your heaven. It's the heart. So if anything, I want to know where I'm falling short, genuinely speaking. But if we get so accustomed, if we create a habit where we're always pretending, we'll get so lost in our story that we don't even know when we're pretending or when we're actually being, this is who we are. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? That's why I'm having this conversation. That's why I'm, I'm sending this message out. It's because even when Jesus says like their conscience is seared, right? So I kind of give them away to their sin. It's the same way when you're pretending. It's like you get so caught up in the act. You ever had someone lie to you? I mean, I'll speak about myself. I've told lies, okay? And had to literally make up more lies to keep up with the lie that I told. It's tiring, right? And then you get so caught up in your lie that your lie just becomes your truth, which is so crazy, I know. But you believe the lie that you've been saying because you've been saying it like daily. So now you actually believe it. And now it almost feels like it's just natural to do it or natural to say it when it's not even the truth. It's a lie. So the same way if we're acting and pretending to be a way that we truly are not, we'll then get a habit of just being this way and it's not who we truly are. So then you get lost in your act and never truly experience transformation. I want us to experience transformation daily because there is, I promise you y'all, you can truly experience heaven on earth. I experience it and that's why I can talk about it. And it's like, almost like a blissful feeling. Like, it's like a, I don't really care what goes on around here. Like, it's like this, this sense of confidence in God. It's the sense of confidence in who you are and, and whose you are and who's in you. Like, it's like, I don't know. It just, it shifts the paradigm for you, but you can't pretend. You have to just be where you are and let him transform you. And just enjoy the journey. Like, I just, that's how I just feel life is about. It's just enjoying the journey. And yes, it's going to come with its setbacks. Sure. It's going to come back with lessons. Sure. But that's fine. When you have the perspective of Christ. And that's like that heaven experience where it's like, things may be coming at you. Things may be coming towards you. But it's like, it's not coming at me. It's coming for me. But again, it takes a different perspective. It, it, it really requires that you be seated in heavenly places to even have that sort of understanding and that sort of perspective. But even to get to that, it requires you to not be pretending because if you're pretending, you'll never experience that. Stop seeking to be justified through your works and seek understanding about how the sacrifice of Jesus is what justifies you. Because when we pretend, it's because we're seeking justification. That's what it is. We're trying to like, well, Samantha, don't you have to like do certain works? Because then don't you have to, don't you? Yes. Yes, you're right. But I promise you, when you first, like when you let him transform you and, and change your mind, you'll just start doing it naturally. Like it'll just flow. Like you'll just see yourself doing things considered works. But it's not because you're in your head about it or trying to figure out if you're keeping the law or not. Like, it's just, you're just doing it because you've allowed the mind of Christ to truly, like, I guess, settle in you, right? And you're just literally listening to the voice of God and just being guided and led by him. And he's only going to lead you in a way that is fulfilling to him, his ways, his laws, 
Do you understand? Like God is not going to lead you in a way that is going to be against him. Like he's not going to do that ever. So when you give him space to truly lead you and you not go before him and try to act a certain way, you really see that you are doing the works without having to think really much about it. Right? And my prayer is that we truly seek understanding about the sacrifice of what Jesus did, that it is truly because of him that we are justified. That is why we are told to, I don't know if we're told to cling to him, but I'm advising that you cling to Jesus, okay? Because he is the one who justifies you. And that's what makes it so beautiful. That's what makes the grace, like the whole idea so beautiful. It's because you don't need to pretend, okay? You don't have to pretend. He already done the work. He's already justified us. And because he's justified us, we get to keep the law. We get to do these works. But it's not coming from a place of um, like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. Like, oh, it's such a sacrifice. It's such a sacrifice. Like, it won't even feel that way. I promise you. It doesn't feel like a sacrifice. To others, to the outside, it's like, wow, like, that's like a sacrifice, but you're like, you don't even see it as a sacrifice. You're just like, I mean, I just get to do it. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just me, right? For example, an athlete, you know, if you have a, a track star, right? To people who don't run, them saying that they get up at four in the morning and they, they run 10 miles a day, you're like, man, like, ugh, that's such a sacrifice. Like, you don't even eat. Like, that's such a sacrifice. Like, you don't even... Scroll on your phone the first thing in the morning, like, oh my gosh, such a sacrifice. To them, they're like, I'm happy I get to do this. Like, that means I'm preparing myself for the big race. Like, there's an excitement that they have. They're not dreading it. They're excited about it. They get to do it. It almost feels natural to them to do because they're like, guess what? I'm an athlete. This is what I get to do. This is what I do. So it's the same way when you have the mind of Christ, you start doing things that Christ does because you have his mind, right? Here's another example for you. You know, when we have like celebrities, for example, I'm thinking about, because you got to understand, we've been adopted into the family of God, right? So we're literally his children. Like he's adopted us because of Jesus, right? So, well, some of us, I don't even think that we understand or receive the spirit of adoption truly, or understand what adoption means, like what it means to be adopted in God's family. Because if you're adopted in a family, like you're just in the family, right? Okay, so here's what I was going with this. I'm thinking about the Kardashian family. I think they're pretty well known. I think most of us will know who I'm speaking to or referring to here. Now, if I, are they a billionaire? I'm not even sure, but they have a lot of money, right? They're wealthy, a wealthy family. Now, if I were to look at what they do and I went to the places that they went to and I spoke the way they spoke and I dressed the way they dressed, I changed my hair the way they changed their hair, like I just started copying them. I started doing everything that I saw them doing, following them, right? Like following, being a follower of the Kardashians doesn't make me a Kardashian, right? You're just a follower, not, you're not one of us, right? Like, that's what I would expect them to say. It doesn't make sense. Like, I'm never going to have what they truly have. I'm not going to experience what they experience. I'm not going to have their perspective or their understanding. All I did was mimic what I saw. All I did was mimic what I heard. But I don't understand. I don't know their mind. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I truly won't ever have what they have or experience what they experience because I am not a part of them meaning I don't have their mind. So here's the thing with God, right? Because we can look at Jesus and follow everything that he did, right? Copy everything that he did, everything that he said, every miracle that he talked about, right? And we can, we can copy it to the T, okay? But if you do not have the mind of Christ, you miss out on everything that he truly has, you miss out on the true experience. You miss out on the, the encounter with the Father because you're just copying, but you're not being. In order to be like Christ, you must put on his mind. You must 
let his mind settle in you and let that be the mind that you operate from to truly understand things the way he does, to see things the way he does, to have his perspective, right? To be able to inherit from the promises of God. I hope I'm making sense. So going back to Jesus is what justifies you. And because you have been justified, you get to be in keeping with God's laws. But this requires understanding and not pretending. This is why last week in the episode, I kept, well, towards the end, I gave us a key. And I said, listen, the key to maturing, the key to growing up, the key to transformation is understanding. And obviously with understanding means you need to have some knowledge. You need to get some information in order to have understanding about the information to then not be tempted to then go ahead and pretend, right? So me giving you this right now is me giving you some information. I'm I'm giving you the knowledge, right? But it's God that's going to give you understanding. I could speak to you all until I'm blue in the face, but God is the one to open you up to be able to receive and have understanding, You don't give God room to be God when you pretend, right? And I talked about how I was in the past a people pleaser, okay? Like, I need to do this. I need to be this way because I'm a Christian. I'll let people literally treat me like a rug because, well, because I'm a Christian. You know, I don't want to, no, you're a child of God. Get it together, okay? (laughs) Get it together, Because he's probably telling you, no, tell them no. And you're over here convincing yourself you have to say yes because you're a Christian. So who do you listen to, God or your Christianity? Okay, I'm just saying. But I'm so serious. Like, it's just a lot of beliefs out there. It's a lot of things going on. And I don't think that one should adopt an idea. One should adopt some sort of philosophy that frustrates them, that puts them in a, in a panic and, and causes them anxiety. To me, that doesn't make any sense. You're not anxious in heaven, okay? Like there's no anxiety in heaven. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Why are you anxious? And obviously like, again, like I said, we're growing. There are times, there are certain things that makes me anxious. There are certain things that I'm in my head about, right? Like there are certain things that I'm like, oh, okay, but what, what, and again, that's where I am. And I'm like, God, I, I know you, right? I know I should not be feeling anxious. I know that I should not be trying to like, you know, reason myself out of this or whatever the case may be. So there's something in me. There's a belief that I am holding on to that I'm not even sure what it is. It's somewhere stored in my subconscious. I need you to bring that belief to my conscious. Let me see that belief so that I can now know exactly what I'm praying to you about or what, what I need to, to change what I need to remove from my mind and what I need to like replace it with. Give me another mindset. Give me another belief. Help me to understand. So that way, when you speak to me, I move. I still struggle with that. Like, I feel like maybe God is telling me to do this, or maybe I'm moving towards this. And and I'm like, but is it me? Is it God? Is it me? And it's like, Samantha, like we've, we've already gone through that. You know, it's God, but then something in you is still trying to hold you back. There's still resistance there. Why is that? What belief do you have that is holding you back? What belief do you have that is making you think that uh, maybe, maybe as a child of God, I'm supposed to do that? Why? Why? And all I'm challenging us again to do today is to stop pretending. Literally go to God exactly how you are. Show up in the world exactly how you are. Some of us are in certain spaces that we don't need to be in. You're not like them, Okay. You don't resonate with what they're sharing. You don't resonate with their beliefs, but you think you're supposed to be where you are. Like just allow God to transform you. That's all I'm trying to get at. Okay, guys. And so I titled this, I'm ready to grow. And I'm trying to understand why I titled it that I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to grow because I believe that you're not going to notice certain things that you may not necessarily want to act or necessarily want to do until you're ready to grow. I believe in the quote, 
I'm not sure who quoted this. I'm not sure who the originator of this quote is from, but it says when the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? And I believe that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I'm not going to talk about it in this episode. I'm going to make another episode. I don't want to make this long, but I would just mention this and I'll be done. It's the same way with God, right? When you're ready for certain things, it's when you notice certain things. And when you notice certain things and you're like, okay, like, what about this? Or what about that? Then God's like, okay, great. They're ready to grow. Now I can help them grow up here, right? Like I can then change them. I can transform them, right? So when you're ready, the teacher appears. The Holy Spirit is always there. Obviously, he's always like, you know, teaching us and things like that. But, you know, when you're just gotten used to being a certain way, we almost kind of like are not listening like that anymore. But then you start, I'm trying to see how can I explain this? I'll say this, like I'll have certain conversations with people and I've mentioned this on a podcast, I'm sure, but I was saying how certain people may have known me longer and I may even speak to them daily, but there are certain things that they don't know that someone else may know. And I may not have known that other person as long as I've, I've known them. And the reason for that is not because I'm just trying to hide information from people. It's just because how our relationship naturally flows, right? So some people come in my life at a level where they, they're able to receive certain parts of me that someone else is not just not ready for. And it's not because I've determined who's ready and who's not. It's just based on how I'm led to share, right? And so again, when you're ready for certain things, then the teacher will appear to teach you. But I have way more to share on that. And I'm going to leave that for another episode because it's very intriguing for me. And I've seen how I've been able to come into certain knowledge about things that I guess I'm just ready for. And so I want to share that with you all because I want you guys to be in a position to receive you know, new information and to receive understanding about certain information that you already have in order to truly grow and mature and be transformed, okay? So I'm gonna just preface that episode with what I just shared with you and I'll leave you to kind of digest that um, because I don't want to pull you into a whole nother direction, right? But to sum up this episode, I know the world that we live in and I understand that the influences are great and the temptation is real, And the thing about it is that it's not because we want to be tempted. It's not because we want to do the sin that we're finding ourselves entangled with. It's simply because we just lack understanding sometimes. And I I mean, obviously, it's not everybody. Some people just don't really care. But for those of us who do care, it's, it's not, I don't really fault people. When people tell me about certain people or I see certain people doing certain things, I don't fault them. Like, I'm just like, they just probably don't understand, right? And so I believe it's just because you're not understanding something. And that's good because you can always get understanding. God tells us to seek him for understanding, get wisdom from God. So that's easy. You can, you have a father who's generous, right? Like he wants us to understand. But if we cut it off with, oh, it's just a sin and that's just that. And we don't explore why. Because maybe we think that we shouldn't question God. Oh, well, he, you know, he's God. And, and so he makes the laws. But yet you understand that part. But yet you still do the thing that you're not supposed to do. So let's make it make sense. So what I'm suggesting is that you get understanding. And that's the thing. It takes you to be intentional. But I believe that if we're all here, why not be intentional about where we're trying to really be? Like, and how we're trying to really feel and the experiences that we're trying to have in this world. Y'all know how I feel about mediocre people. I don't like it, okay? I don't like to be mediocre myself. I don't like it. I don't like it when I have, well, let me not say that because I can have intentional lazy days, but I don't like to have a whole week of laziness that was not planned for, okay? Like, and I guess I'm gonna, yeah, I guess you can be, yeah, laziness is like mediocre. Yeah, sure. 
I don't like it personally. That's just not my cup of tea, right? Like I like the people who are ambitious. I like that. I like to be the the 1%, okay? Like I don't like to be a part of the majority. I don't want to be doing what the majority is doing. And let me tell you something. Majority of the people are not doing their due diligence. They're not seeking for understanding. They're not doing their studies. And that is why they're getting trapped all the time. That's why they're being held in bondage. You're not experiencing heaven on earth. My thing is that I don't want you. If you come on here and you're listening to Samantha Pilagier, okay, God has allowed you to come and listen to this podcast for a reason. He wanted you to hear this episode for a reason. You do not follow this podcast and listen to my episodes just for the sake of it and just to support me. I hope not. I really don't want you on here just to support me. I want you on here because you're wanting to grow and you're wanting to hear what it is that God may have told me that is helping me that can help you. Okay. So I hope you didn't listen to this episode and wanted to continue in your sin. (laughs) I hope I inspired you to realize that there's more to this life and that you don't need to pretend that Jesus is real and that Understanding is everything, really. Wisdom from God. And yeah, and maybe if it's not for you, it's for someone else. Maybe you have someone else in mind. Share this episode with them. All right, hope that makes sense. And thank you for listening to part two of You're Being Immature. But again, not derogatory. Not derogatory. It's just where you currently are. A child ready to grow up. If you're here, I'm going to just tell you right now, you're ready to grow up. Let's grow up together. I'm right there with you. Okay. So I pray that this was a blessing to you. And my prayer is that God will open up your mind and he will give you understanding that the thing that you may struggle with, the thing that you're going back and forth about, that he will make it very clear that you'll be able to walk and be decisive about his will for your life and his plans for your life and the decisions that you must make to be in alignment with his will and his plan for your life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know I love you, but Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed.